Welcome to Follow the Data. I'm your host, Catherine Oliver. This is a very special episode as we're celebrating the release of the 2021 Annual Report, our yearly review of Bloomberg Philanthropy's efforts to ensure better, longer lives for the greatest number of people. Our founder, Mike Bloomberg, and CEO Patty Harris join us in this podcast. Mike Bloomberg has committed the vast majority of profits from Bloomberg LP, the global financial technology data and media company that he founded, to support the work of Bloomberg Philanthropies. He's given $12.7 billion to philanthropic causes over his lifetime and $1.66 billion in 2021 alone. Patty Harris oversees Bloomberg Philanthropies' work, spanning our core focus areas, the arts, education, environment, government innovation, and public health, as well as the Greenwood Initiative, which aims to accelerate the pace of black wealth accumulation and special founders projects. This work also encompasses all of Mike Bloomberg's corporate and personal philanthropy and Bloomberg Associates, pro bono consultancy that works in cities around the world. Mike and Patty sat down with me to discuss Bloomberg Philanthropy's progress in responding to the pandemic without losing sight of the other challenges. Bloomberg LP's efforts to support organizations working in Ukraine and their outlook on the challenges and the opportunities ahead. So, Mike, in your annual report letter, you talk about looking ahead and not letting a crisis today obscure a catastrophe tomorrow, something that we have put into place when we were addressing the needs of the city after 9-11. So how did, did that experience and that approach shape how Bloomberg Philanthropies tackled all of these different things in 2021? Well, generally, important, valuable things take a long time. And if you did them all sequentially, you would not live long enough to make much of a difference. If you did them concurrently, you can get an awful lot more done. And also, these things often depend on each other. So if you fix one thing, it makes people, for example, more willing to stick around and work on the next project. 9-11, we had to deal with finding a place for the families to grieve and trying to help them get through their tragedy. But at the same time, the city needed other things to get tourists to come here and for people to not leave the city who have been living here for a long time and maybe 9-11 would scare them off. So you had to work on parks and you had to work on transportation and you had to work on crime and helping the school system get better and helping poor kids who did not have, were not getting an education that they needed to survive in the world that we are living in and going to live in. All these things are tied together. Now, Patty, you talk in the report about the importance of strong partnerships. It's an essential pillar of all that we do. What do we look for in partners and how do they help facilitate? We're tackling some incredible challenges. So talk a little bit about the importance of partnership and getting things done. We've always liked to have excellent partners. It helps you move faster, have a greater impact in your work. Uh, Our tobacco program, a great partner with the Gates Foundation, with the Bloomberg School of Public Health at Hopkins, the Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids, and each partner brings their special expertise and allows us to work. And sometimes you bring others along. Now, Mike, we've expanded partnerships with Harvard and Hopkins, specifically looking at leadership and innovation with mayors. As a former mayor, why do you think supporting mayors around the world can make such a big difference in tackling some of these challenges that we're facing? 
Well, government does a number of things. They pass laws, they tax people, uh, they give grants of the money, the revenue they get, to, they get in through taxation and fees. But then somebody's got to go at the local level where the rubber meets the road and get people to do the small things that make a difference. You can affect change when government is interfacing with the citizen face to face, and that's what mayors do. Mike, one of the things that you've always said is that philanthropy can invest in something in a small way and take a risk where governments can't. Yeah. And then if it's successful, the mayors can take over and replicate it. Well, public-private partnerships really are the, the ultimate solution in that case. You can take risks if it's private money that you can't do with government money. When you talk to the mayors that we work with, um, there are two things that really stand out, and it's something that you taught us. You've got to put a good team together because you can't do it alone, and you've got to collect data. So talk a little bit about the importance of teamwork and also collecting data to analyze and come up with strategic plans to address the needs. Mike, you've directed us to have a really unique approach with Bloomberg Philanthropy. So we have unmet needs, we have partners, but one theme that's gone through everything we do is data. Well, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it, is the old saying that we have at the company. If you don't have the data, you're just waving in the wind, nothing's happening. You've got to find out where the problem is and what the problem is and who caused the problem and solutions that other people and other parts of the world have used to solve this problem. And so data is it's where it all starts. Life expectancy started to decline in the U.S. and you were very concerned about that. And so we worked with the Bloomberg School on coming up with the program to address that issue, and that was really generated by data. Education was a big focus for Bloomberg Philanthropies in 2021. There was a major investment in U.S. public charter schools. Why has education been such a big priority for you? I was a straight C student, just for the record. I always made the top half of the class possible. Now, I, I'm a believer you will you'll never cure racism, you'll never cure poverty unless you improve education. And the sick thing is we know how to improve education, but the politics keep us from improving education. Not totally, we do make some progress, but education is the key to society's problems, and we unfortunately aren't turning that key in the right direction very often. But I think Bloomberg Philanthropies can support a lot of schools. Climate change is front of mind for all of us, and you and Patty visited the UN's climate conference, COP26, last fall. What are you focused on right now to accelerate the fight against climate change? First thing is you get rid of coal because coal is the dirtiest fuel and still used in a very large, large number of parts of the world, and it, it just pollutes the air. There are some things that will that give us hope. Solar and wind and hydro and nuclear are all things that are non-polluting, don't kill people. This is a great example of how you've really pushed us to be ambitious at the foundation because we started in the U.S. with the coal program, moved to Europe, and now we're going to look at up to 25 more countries globally. And that works moving ahead. We're doing incredible work at Philanthropies and employees and customers can learn about it by reading the annual report and going on our website. But how do you go about engaging the employees in some of these efforts? And there have been numerous, the most recent, of course, the effort to help those in Ukraine. Well, we send 
best of Bloomberg, Bob, which you created many, many years ago. I'd love to take credit for it, but I'm sure it wasn't me. We, we had, did had it together. Did we really? We oh, did I, it together. I remember that it night. It was we your were idea. Together. And it's been a range of things. Yeah, you do a lot of things. You put up signs. You, they, Patty goes and starts doing it and volunteering. You do it. You I do, do it. it. And then it's nice to know that you made a difference. And a lot of people come to work here because we give all the companies profits to the foundation, which works on climate and education and lots of other things. But what an amazing number is that $1.3 million has been pledged so far by Bloomberg employees and Bloomberg Philanthropies employees uh, to helping support organizations working in Ukraine. We can't finish without touching on arts and culture because that's near and dear to Patty's heart. But these institutions were really hard hit during the pandemic. And I think you stepped in by thinking about how do we use technology to help these arts institutions grow in a real time of need. We have a great program called our Digital Accelerator where we are working with the cultural organizations to help bolster their websites and their interactive capabilities, their ticketing, how they can capture donors as well and audiences and people from all over the world can engage in a cultural organization that happens to be in New York City. Or go to a museum and use Bloomberg Connects. We built a, we had some of our engineers build an app that we give away for free. You download it onto your phone and you walk into a museum and hit a button and it tells you where to go to see any given picture or whatever in the map of where the picture's hanging and who the artist was. And then we also, you hit another button and in text or in sound, you can have a curator describe the picture that you're standing in front of. Bloomberg Connects lets them give it to everybody. And as you walk around, you hit a button and it, oh, look at that, I didn't know that, I'm listening to or reading. And then you can even take it home and you can get it before you get there. So I can look to see, oh, I wanna go see that picture. Where is it? Well, I walk in, hit a button, it'll take me right to it. Well, I've been lucky enough for 25 plus years to have a ringside seat to watching the both of you in action. What are you most excited about for the new year? You know, no day's the same. We're making a difference. We love our programs. They're challenging, they're ambitious. Saving lives and really being creative at the same time. Having long-term programs and short, being able to react quickly on the short term is really an exciting way. I care about the foundation and the company that funds the foundation and how we do things. And I think we can go and do an awful lot more. Well, we have a great partnership, so thank you. Well, you're really making a difference and thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Follow the Data. Many thanks to Mike Bloomberg and Patty Harris for joining us. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to Follow the Data. This episode was created by Devin Alessio, Amy June, Sarah Washington Gogan, Ivy Lee, Amanda Mack, Allison Crone, Greg Fulham, Suzanne Foote, Natalie Milbank, and Elliot Popko. To learn more about Bloomberg Philanthropy's work, read the 2021 Annual Report at Bloomberg.org slash annual report. As our founder, Mike Bloomberg, says, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. So until next time, keep following the data. I'm Catherine Oliver. Thanks for listening.